You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove Podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. The Taj Mahal is one of the most beautiful and highly recognizable buildings in the world today. And the story behind the construction of this iconic building is one that resonates through all ages because it is the story of the emotions that really hold our society together. It is a tale of love, of loss, and tireless devotion. I feel like who art ed? Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. I thought the great. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and for this week's Fun Fact Friday, we're going to be taking a look at the Taj Mahal. In 1607, Prince Kuram met his future wife. He was 16 years old, and Arjumand Banu Begum was just 15 when they met in a bazaar. While it was said to have been love at first sight, the marriage would wait. It wasn't until five years later, in 1612, that the two were married. Prince Kuram gave his beloved wife the name Mumtaz Mahal, which means chosen one of the palace. The people of India loved Mumtaz, as she was said to have used her high status and influence for good. She kept a list of widows and orphans, and then made sure they were given food and financial support. Over the years, Prince Kuram became Shah Jahan, the fifth emperor of the Mughal Empire. He and Mumtaz Mahal were together for 19 years. They had 14 children together, and sadly, Mumtaz died after giving birth to their 14th child. Shah Jahan had taken his military to squash a rebellion. Mumtaz came along to stay by her husband's side despite being pregnant, and she gave birth to a healthy baby girl in a tent in the middle of the military encampment. At first, Mumtaz seemed to be recovering well from the childbirth, but soon her health turned. When the Shah got word of his wife's poor health, he rushed to be by her side, and she died in his arms just one day after giving birth to their final child. Shah Jahan was overcome with grief. 
He's said to have gone into his tent and wept uncontrollably for eight days. When he finally emerged, legend has it he had noticeably aged with his hair turning white. Now, it was customary to bury the deceased immediately, and they did so. But Shah Jahan knew he wanted to build a grand monument to his late wife. There is no primary architect listed for the Taj Mahal, but we do know that the Shah was interested in architecture himself, and he's believed to have worked on the plans directly along with a number of the best architects of the time. The Mughal Empire was among the wealthiest in the world in the 17th century, so when Shah Jahan finished putting down the uprising, he brought his wife's body back in a grand procession of thousands of soldiers as mourners lined the path. She was temporarily buried on land donated by a nobleman as the Taj Mahal was built. The Shah spared no expense to make sure the mausoleum would not only be breathtaking in its beauty, but also to ensure that it would be constructed as quickly as possible. He contracted around 20,000 laborers to get the job done. One of the most striking elements of the design is the beautiful white marble. The giant stone bricks were quarried in Makrana, about 200 miles from the build site. In addition to tens of thousands of human laborers, animals were enlisted to help as well. It's said that about a thousand elephants and untold numbers of oxen were used to drag the massive marble blocks across those 200 miles. The Taj Mahal has a massive dome stretching 240 feet covered in marble. There are also four thin white marble minarets to mark the four corners. Of course, without cranes, getting giant slabs of marble to such heights was no easy task. A ramp would be constructed to bring the pieces up, and to keep the incline manageable, the ramp used in this construction had to be about 10 miles long. Shah Jahan never really got over the loss of his wife. He remained in mourning for two years before his position was usurped by his fourth son. He was imprisoned in a fort in Agra in 1658. From what I understand, he was not treated too badly. He was afforded the luxurious accommodations he had enjoyed as a ruler, but he was forbidden to leave and spent the final eight years of his life in the fort looking out the window at the Taj Mahal. When he died in the year 1666, Shah Jahan was reunited with his beloved wife, Mumtaz Mahal, in the crypt beneath the Taj Mahal. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.